0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Gut Punch Podcast. I am your host Paige Kennedy and today I'm going to talk through five healthy habits that changed my life. Uh, But before we get into those healthy habits and into today's topic, let's go ahead and talk through the recommendations for the week and also what I am working on. So I wanted to keep the recommendations short and sweet and honestly um, I just thought of nature and hiking and being outside so that's my first wreck I have a close friend and her fiance coming in this weekend so me and Mitchell will be taking them to a local hiking spot we're going to be doing some major hiking seeing beautiful colors the leaves are changing there's waterfalls um, there's also a little town so I cannot wait that's why I put hiking if you are not interested in hiking or any sort of nature that is totally fine find a fall festivity to get you into the season I know that we have trick-or-treating coming up if you have kids, Um, if you're putting out candy for little kids coming by. We also could do apple picking, pumpkin patch. I don't know. There's so many things that you could do in the fall. Everybody loves the fall. So go outside or do some sort of interesting fall activity for spooky season. Go get a cocktail at a pop-up bar. I don't know. There's so many things I've seen on social media. So that is recommendation number one recommendation number two, catching up with somebody for a few hours, whether that's via phone call, lunch, drinks, brunch, coffee, whatever you want to do. I just kind of wanted to recommend spending and prioritizing time catching up with a loved one, whether that's a friend or a family member, significant other. Um, what if, if you're doing distance, if you have a long-term like faraway friendship. I know that I obviously have a couple of those. One thing that I have learned since moving to Pennsylvania is just it's so easy and fun to prioritize in person, um, obviously relationships and girls nights or whatever it may be. But it's also super important for me to prioritize my friends that are not directly around me. So for me, this looks like catching up with somebody over the phone, probably FaceTime. I FaceTime people all the time. Um, I talk to my mom on the phone pretty often, basically every week, multiple times. So this is just a recommendation to go spend the time to prioritize catching up with somebody that maybe your schedules have been conflicting lately and you haven't been able to hang out. Or even if you're not physically around each other and able to hang out, your schedules for work conflict and you're just busy at opposite times of the day. Um, So, yeah, that is my second recommendation. Prioritize that. Third is going to be a fun little... um, trend or I should say apparel trend shacket. Rec number three is, oh my gosh, guys, if you do not own one, please just go on Amazon right now. I will link my favorite shacket if you want in the show notes. There is one trending and yes, a lot of people have it. I think I saw a TikTok the other day where it was like somebody like in a bar and like six or seven girls had this jacket on. So maybe don't So maybe you don't get the same one that everybody has, find your own vibe, whatever, but a shacket is literally the cutest, most comfortable thing ever, and it's such a good completion to an outfit. So my favorite one is actually like a off-white. Uh, color and then the sleeves and the pockets on the front are cheetah it's the cutest jacket ever and i got it from a boutique i think like this time last year but like i said there's a bunch of them on amazon very reasonably priced love the neutral colored plaid Um, i've also seen some really cute like camo or i almost want to say like bleached flannel looking ones So yes, third one is going to be an apparel recommendation to go get a shacket so you could throw it over a cute outfit um, with a basic tee or bodysuit with some jeans and boots. That is the vibe. Okay, so what I'm working on, this one is actually funny because I'm sitting here in this mess of a room recording this episode and what I wrote down for this episode was working on holding myself accountable for keeping my apartment clean. So ironic, yes, but basically the reason why I say this is just because – I'll be honest, I am a very messy person, and I've gotten way better after leaving college and having to keep up my own apartment, obviously, and not just, like, one room, because when you're in college and when I was living in Indianapolis, there was always that middle ground where I was sharing a communal living space, a kitchen and a living room with somebody else, so it was very easy to keep that clean because you had to be respectful of the other person, but my room was, like, absolutely always a mess, or if I had my own bathroom, always a mess, so... I have been doing better since especially working from home. I just can't really focus or... Produce quality work and be as productive as I want to be in life in general outside of work, too. If my room or my living situation is a mess, so I am going to be holding myself accountable for keeping this apartment clean. We do a pretty decent job and we actually do deep cleans once a weekend. But I think the reason why I wrote this down too was just because I want to get out of the habit of doing a once a weekend deep clean because obviously you're doing an entire work week, especially because we both work from home. So you're doing an entire work week from home and then kind of waiting until the weekend to clean up. And that's just like not the most productive or that's, That's just not the schedule that I want to be running on. I want to have a clean space more than not. So this looks like for me, just really prioritizing keeping the kitchen clean, which I do for the most part, but dishes could easily stack up. And then the last thing I want to do is dishes. So I always put those off to the last minute. I want to be able to wipe counter spaces down um, a lot more, just really keeping everything clean. Like I said, Uh, avoid dishes stacking up because we honestly have like a very small kitchen area. like where it comes to where we could wash dishes and we have a tiny dish rack so we need to start doing them like almost in like heaps (laughs) instead of doing them all at once because it's just too much and then also like just keeping up dusting and really wiping down bathrooms um my other one that I'm really struggling with I mean I feel like the apartment is pretty clean in general like I said it's like the little stuff like when you cook a meal and you make a mess and whatever like you have to wipe the counter down duh but also like I struggle because I don't really have a place to get ready our bathroom situation Is not like the best, and we actually have a weird like pedestal. I think they call it sink. There's no storage, um, and there's no like countertop. It's like a little sink. So I have a space in my room that has a mirror, and I have like my um, makeup bag and all of my hair stuff. So I kind of just get ready like off my dresser in the corner of my bedroom. So I need to start keeping that more organized because every time I go there, it's just like chaotic, and I'm trying to find what I need to get ready and find all my different like makeup items blah 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 so yeah basically holding myself accountable i saw something on i think tiktok unless it was a podcast i listened to i don't remember and it was basically this person saying that they kind of have a rotating schedule and every night they just focus on one room or one thing so i think that's so smart And I do that for a lot of things in general, just like to keep myself organized um, with like my calendar, my schedule. But I think that's so smart to just make sure that like Monday is a vacuum night and Tuesday is a kitchen night and Wednesday is a bathroom night. Like if you just kind of rotate like that, then slowly but surely throughout your whole week, you are keeping yourself clean. You're going room by room and you're kind of like not giving yourself the capability I guess of having an entire apartment that's messy and you'll kind of like have little stints at a time so I really like that idea I'm going to start implementing that so I'll keep y'all updated on how that goes Um, but yeah so those are my recommendations and what I'm working on top five healthy habits is going to be our topic today I cannot wait for this so obviously these top five habits are what has changed my personal life and these are just my recommendations. By no means do I think that these are the only five things that have made a difference or the only five things that you should think about changing or incorporating or whatever. I just think that when I think about a wellness journey and how I got to where I am today versus where I was, these are the first Couple of topics that come to mind, um, so I wanted to talk about them just because if it helps somebody out there that is starting a wellness journey or is looking to incorporate something else because they have a couple of things established that they're comfortable with and that they're committed to and they're incorporating, but they're looking for um, another like I guess area. That's kind of why I wanted to chat through this. So some of these may seem pretty simple or be super common. But just depending on, like I said, what stage of life you are at or what stage of a journey you are at, um, it could definitely differ. So when I first started my wellness journey, it was obviously coming out of college. Like I mentioned, I was 21, 22 at the time. I was so out of tune with what would be beneficial for my body, let alone what was healthy. So I was struggling with digestion issues and serious bloating. I did not know how to cook a meal for myself and I especially was not eating vegetables. So this is just like an ongoing joke with like everybody that knows me because I refused to even accept Healthy. Like I thought it was cute to be like, oh, I will not go to the gym. Like that's not my thing. I do not need to eat healthy. Like I could eat whatever I want. I'll be fine. Like I like almost made it a personality trait for a little bit there to like go out of my way to not take care of myself, <laughs> and I have no idea why. It's just that the schedule was busy. I was serving. I was um, out drinking a lot. I was yeah of age to go to the bars and party with friends, and our nights were just all sorts of long. Like we would work doubles. Um, or really late shifts, and then go out to the bars after and just sleep all day the next day. Like, the routine was not there. There's absolutely no way that I would have been able to commit or have the discipline enough to incorporate anything outside of just going to school and serving and having a social life. Like, I just, like, wasn't there. That's how a lot of college kids are. There's nothing wrong with that. So when you enter adulthood, you're basically starting at ground zero, and you really need to teach yourself, like, how to live and how to live a sustainable healthy life and get a routine established so when I tell you that I would not touch anything green unless it was a salad drenched in ranch I love salads I've always loved salads but there is no way I was eating any sort of veggies um, I was not eating anything that was not prepackaged or frozen there just wasn't the need I was not cooking so after I kind of learned you know how this all ties together and the importance of consuming things that are going to benefit and add value to your body rather than deteriorate it or cause more issues – Internally, um, it kind of just gave me a new perspective and a new mindset when I was my eyes were open to this. And of course, that definitely took me hitting my own breaking point with, you know, just like my comfortability with my body and being like the biggest that I ever was at one point after the pandemic and, you know, staying inside. But yeah, I mean, you have to start somewhere and you have to get to a point on your own. You can't have other people trying to tell you or educate you or force you to do it. You have to get there on your own. So with that being said, the number one thing that has made a difference is my daily wellness drink. So this drink consists of a greens powder, a pre and probiotic, as well as a collagen booster for healthy hair, skin, and nails. And... As I said, I was definitely not getting my correct veggie intake in. I wouldn't touch a vegetable. And I also had no idea what a pre and probiotic were. So there was a small stint of time where I kind of knew that you needed to be taking a probiotic of some sort. So I tried like, you know, once a week or like a couple different brands, I did it for a couple days, like there was just never that consistency. Um, So and also, I just never really saw a difference in anything. And also a lot of other brands that I did try throughout my initial wellness journey actually made me more bloated than I had ever experienced before when it comes to supplements and vitamins, I was just never good at taking them. So with this being said, this drink is so customizable, it's my favorite thing, it primes your gut every day, and it also uh, helps tackle bloating head on. So being customizable for the individual's health is so important because everybody is different, everybody's concerns or target interest and in why they're doing what they're doing and why they're incorporating what they're incorporating is unique so i think it's very important i also had no idea how important the proper vitamins and minerals were for literally every function of your body so like i said it was just an an education of myself that i didn't realize that i was intentionally skipping over some primary things and that especially as women with hormones that we need to be keeping up and keeping balance so um, having no idea like anything about gut health and just not focusing on it, not focusing on any of that. So it comes in small steps at a time. And I know that being on a wellness journey could be so super overwhelming. That's kind of why I wanted to sit down and just talk through the top five things that helped me. Because even if you could incorporate one or two and slowly build up to five, or if you already have a couple going and you want to add one or two more, um, it can't hurt so with the wellness drink like i said i committed to this and i saw a huge difference literally week two so this is just a powder like i said that i've been adding in every single day there's three of them the grains the gut and the collagen booster and it really made a difference in my di- my digestion gut health energy hair nail health like everything was just thriving and once I started this wellness drink January of 2021 I have not stopped like I have never gone without it Um, obviously there's the potential to run out a of a product here and there and have to restock and but I'm telling you like there's never been more than a few days um, product pending if it was here or not that I have skipped this because it is so detrimental to my mornings I get up I immediately go and do my skincare routine, wash my face, whatever, get, you know, awake for the morning. And the first thing I do when I get into that kitchen is make this wellness drink. So with that being said... Obviously, I have four more things to dive into, but this drink alone would be my top recommendation in terms of healthy habits. It's just so important to prioritize your gut health and heal your gut because so many people have gut issues and everything that they are struggling with outside, um, whether that be on your skin or other issues internally, all stems from your gut. Your gut is the primary powerhouse of your body, so this needs to be healthy. It needs to be balanced. It needs to be, like I said, prioritized. So if you are of interest of getting a daily wellness drink in your hands or it's something that you want to start incorporating or chat more about, let's do it. Definitely contact me so I could get you a discount and um, just educate you on what I'm doing and what I'm using. Okay, number two, educating myself on and adopting an 80-20 lifestyle. It is so important, and this is something that I live by now more than ever. Like, after I learned about the concept of an 80-20 lifestyle, my gosh, it just makes so much sense, and I have never heard of any of this before, my wellness journey, of course. Like I said, I was young, so having something to commit to based on your schedule and just look forward to incorporating, it, it's just an amazing feeling, and Obviously there's times in your life when you're not disciplined enough to do this, but I promise you that the rewards and just the overall effects of sticking to committing and living an eighty twenty lifestyle is so important. And the first time I actually heard about the concept in quotes or like the term eighty twenty was actually in relationships. So it's kind of funny that it could overall just be a lifestyle and that everybody that I know on a wellness journey or in the in like in the health and wellness industry, um, And that really cares about like health and wellness, like really knew about an 80-20 lifestyle. So I'm over here like, what is this? I've only heard about it in relationships. It's like 80% of the time you're with the like somebody that you has all the qualities that you want, but then there's the 20% that you can't build um that you're not that you might need or want, but like they don't have. Like it was just this weird concept to me, which now obviously makes like a little bit more sense. Um, but yeah, it was just like that balance and that you could never really have a hundred percent all the time is what I took out of it. So for a wellness journey as an adult, I look forward to the 20% of course, but I'm addicted to the 80. And this is the key. Build a lifestyle that you are addicted to, that you crave, that you're proud of, because this can mean a lot of different things. And that's why I say lifestyle. I think a lot of people, when they hear 8020 they automatically think that it relates to food which i mean that's a huge part of it don't get me wrong because i mean the food then everything that we consume and put into our body is so important so of course that's a huge part of the like any lifestyle is what you're eating and what you're you know putting into your body but this can mean so many different things outside of food and i think that once i kind of got to know like how it directly ties to everything i was just mind blown so you look at an 8020 lifestyle as what you do with your day what you do with your time how much money you're spending places what you're incorporating what you're building your mindset up with who you're spending your time with like what you're doing in your free time all the things it's all about balance and it's all about the reward of that balance paying off it's the best thing ever this 80 like an 80 20 lifestyle or 90 10 or 70 uh, seventy thirty, like whatever your version is, because I know that not everybody could just jump right into committing to and being like overall super successful in eighty twenty lifestyle. But it's just the overall concept of balance and being able to reward yourself for the 80% of the hard work that you're putting in. So for me, this could look like an off day. Um, and this is even in your work life too. Just think about the weekends as you're 20, like your 80% versus your 20%, your full-time job versus your weekends off. Or um, I don't know, like doing something on the side that takes up a lot of time and then your 20% is just hanging out, watching movies, um, chilling and watching TV. Or for food, it's the 80% of eating healthy and really focusing on whole foods and it's the 20% of the reward. Or when it comes to like the 20% of maybe you're going out for a drink on the weekends or whatever. Like there's so many things that could be like that 20%. But as long as you're focusing on the 80 and making it a priority to always have that first and foremost and especially when it comes to like your overall lifestyle, your sleep patterns, all of the things. It all ro- it all rotates back to balance. So, that's number 2, something that I will never live without again. Um, and even when you do fall off the wagon as everybody does with routines, it's just building back to that balance and that 80/20. If you're doing 90/10 or you're doing 50/50 or whatever, like of course 90/10 is better, but it's also unrealistic for some people. Um, especially if you have a sweet tooth <laughs> for me, so I look forward to my 20%, but Okay. So number three, prioritizing movement. This is ultimately what works for you and for your body. Yes. You're prioritizing movement in general. That's what I'm recommending. And this is like a huge difference that has, you know, happened. Um, but it's for what works for you keyword. It's so easy to get caught up on trends that you see on social media or, um, like within your other friend group, like what people are doing or whatever, like whatever you hear about at work or, um, yeah, through social media. It's just so easy to follow other people's workout routines or meal plans or whatever and think that you're going to gain the same results. But this is not the case, and it never will be. And we have to realize that you could have the same workout routine, eat the same exact diet, um, and wear the same exact clothes as another person standing next to you But you are not going to have the same body style. You're not going to have this. It's just not possible. So it's going to fit different. The clothes are going to look different. You're going to feel different. Like it's just not possible. We're all unique. And that's the best part about being a human is that you are unique and you're not a carbon copy of somebody else. So honor that and follow what works for you. And this is just something I wanted to say over and over again. I cannot emphasize this enough because every time I have tried to force myself to doing something that I hated or that didn't work for me, it has never stuck. And I definitely would not see the results because if you're not committing and you're not, if it's not sticking because it doesn't work for you and you're trying to force yourself out of like, what, not your comfort zone, but out of what will work for you, you're not going to reap results. So I'm not a fan of going to the gym, for example. This is the perfect example I will go sometimes with Mitchell as his guest I really love the atmosphere of workout classes though I do not like the atmosphere of the gym it's super intimidating I get anxiety I just hate it I don't know how to explain it I've always hated it and that played a huge part into why I struggled with my health and wellness at like a younger age and coming into adulthood because I was just like making that my personality I did not want to commit to having to go to the gym or working out like I absolutely hate it So why would I want to spend my free time working on myself, right? So I found what I like and I love workout classes. I stick to that. I also love long walks. Like I love low impact workouts and um, this also looks like just stretching and prioritizing yoga, just stuff like that. So I would rather do something that I enjoy than put myself in an uncomfortable situation And whether that's doing it at home or spending time in classes um, at like a studio, I just kind of realized that especially the summer, I love like being outside and going for like longer walks. And this also comes with being a girl and our hormones and like what our body responds to. Of course, some people love deadlifting, some people cycle sync workouts. And that's one thing that I'm going to start diving into as well, because it's supposed to be very beneficial for you. But yeah, just kind of focusing on prioritizing the movement that works for you. Number four is consistently feeding your mind with personal growth and development. This is so important. So this could be through books, it could be through audio. So for example, audio is podcasts or also like different like motivational speakers, keynote speakers, trainings, whatever. For me, um, with the company that I partner with that I own my own business, my health and wellness company, I love listening to trainings from our top leaders in the company. We have so many resources accessible to me like to you as a consultant. Um, So there's always the opportunity to listen to belief building trainings and leadership trainings. I also love listening to podcasts all day at work. Like I sit there and listen to podcasts while I'm working um, because I just don't focus in the silence and I like to listen to stuff. So instead of playing music, I will play podcasts. It is so important to be calming and soothing your mind with the right things and feeding your mind and creating a mindset that is based off of personal growth and development because you will not be able to pour into other people if you don't pour into yourself first so when it comes to books of course I love reading fiction aka 80 20 go back to that lifestyle when you're thinking of like how you can incorporate all of these different things you look at it and you're like I am balancing I love reading fiction books I will read a good fiction book um, or a good romance story every now and then but 80% of the time I am feeding my mind with personal growth and development just like with tv I love that a couple shows on Netflix or Hulu and I love a good um almost like, I guess you would say rerun of a favorite show 20% of the time, but 80% of the time I am listening to belief building trainings, popular like leadership podcasts, like whatever, like there's just got to be that balance. So consistently feeding your mind with personal growth and development, find a book, find a podcast, find a person. Hopefully that's me. (laughs) If that could be part of your 80 that you love listening to. And Number five is just advocating for yourself and doing your own research. This is just a very general statement and I thought that was important to kind of wrap up um, the topic because when it comes to advocating for yourself and handling your own research on absolutely anything, this is going to be how you should be living your life like i know that of course nobody is educated on everything and it's very hard to know where to get reliable information and and what or who to trust i get that of course but at the same time that goes in all avenues and that looks it looks the same in all areas when that like that um i guess you would call it like a trust issue could occur so just really spend the time doing your own research looking at different sources fact checking, double checking, really prioritize listening to what you want in your stomach and in your gut and what it's telling is best for you. And do not compare yourself to other people. Do not listen to recommendations or pushy, I guess you would say. Um, recommendations if it doesn't feel right you know your body best and this is obviously I'm talking about a health and wellness journey so I'm talking like in any sort of health and wellness concept you know your body best you know you best you know your mind best so just focus on advocating for yourself doing your own research like I said and I'm just going to leave it at that Um, I have my own personal stories of this of course um, especially when it comes to my acne journey and working with dermatologists and estheticians and just at the ultimate at the end of the day deciding to take it into my own hands and, um, heal it and try to work on it myself because I just wasn't getting the proper treatments or I guess recommendations or honesty, like to a certain extent, like you're never going to be able to get somebody that cares about something as much as you do. Um, because they're not you and it's not you that, and it's not, them that they're helping it's it's you so you hope that people have good intentions um, obviously because a lot of times people are in their career field or they have the job that they do because they want to serve and help other people but when it comes to certain things unfortunately you just need to do it yourself you need to look at it yourself and you need to figure out what's best for you and then go find the right answers or the right people accordingly and don't be scared to go through a couple different avenues or or professionals or whatever to get to where you want to be or where you need to be because you're not going to get the best of the best the first time around. So I'll leave it at that. But so just a really quick recap, five things that daily, I guess you would say, overall like daily yes but overall change the healthy um, habits aspect of my life just incorporating these things was number one a daily greens drink Um, I call this my daily wellness drink or my greens shot we call it um, in the company that I work with it's greens gut glow shot so we like I said prioritize the greens the pre and probiotic as well as a collagen booster when it comes to ingredients for anything that you're doing just make sure like I said wrapping back to taking it advocating and researching there are so many powders or supplements or whatever out there on the market that are not clean and that they are so fabricated and so filled so just make sure that what you are doing is safe clean and beneficial so like i said daily greens drink if you had any questions hit me up we will chat through it and i will get you a good price um, because this is something i stand by and i take absolutely every single day i would never recommend something that i did not trust educate yourself. Number two, adopt and live an 80-20 lifestyle. This will filter through every avenue of your life and it'll be so worth it once you have it established and you could commit to it. Number three, prioritizing movement that works for you and your body Um, and don't worry about following trends or copying other people because you're not going to get the same results you have to do as best for you. Number four, consistently feeding your mind with personal growth and development do books, do audio, whatever works best for you, whatever you have the time. Um, If you're driving, listen to audio, listen to an audio book. If you have time at home um, every night or every morning to sit down and really prioritize reading a chapter, whatever works. Number five, advocating for yourself and always, always, always doing your own research. Nobody knows you better than you know you. Follow that gut. Okay, wrapping up, we're about at that 30 minute mark, which is kind of where I want to keep these as much as possible when it comes to podcast episodes. I think 30 minutes is the perfect time um, to really grasp the information that I'm trying to give and that like I'm seeking when I listen to podcasts. So with that being said, I just wanted to end the gut punch of the week. I know I kind of skipped this last week, so hopefully this makes up for last week's episode not having one, but gut punch of the week is... Discipline over motivation. It will win every single time. Let that sink in. You're not always going to be motivated. By no means are you ever always going to be motivated, but when you discipline yourself to show up consistently and you trump motivation with discipline, you will come out on top every single time. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. Um, go back and listen to the previous ones if you have not already. There's some great topics that I have started, um, and I hope that we get this energy to keep going. Follow my personal or the podcast Instagram for all updates, and I cannot wait to see you again next week.